Hello, and welcome to a special Christmas Eve edition of the UUCSV podcast. I'm Evan Yannick, and I'm glad you're listening. We had a fantastic service with performances from our choir and our religious education group. We also ended the ceremony with a beautiful candlelit hymn. Our church's mission in the Swannanoa Valley is to create an open, active, and welcoming liberal religious community that nurtures spirituality, inspires growth and learning in the search for truth, and challenges us to live our values conscientiously through service and example. This service certainly helped us to meet the challenge of our mission. Rather than going straight into the service, we'll begin the podcast with our religious education director, Susan Enright Hicks, reading a story for all ages. It is Star Bright, A Christmas Story, by Peter Reynolds and Allison McGee. We'll then hear from Reverend Michael Carter, a sermon on faith. I hope you enjoy. It's so wonderful to see all of your smiling faces, and you all look so, you all look so nice. It's so wonderful to be here with you. Thank you for joining me up here. I feel less lonely if I have friendly faces close by. So this is a book called Star Bright, A Christmas Story, and it's written by Allison McGee and Peter H. Reynolds. It was the end of December, and a baby was soon to be born. A baby. In the heavens, angels turned light with joy. On earth, travelers prepared gifts. Gifts for the baby. The newest angel watched and wondered. She too wanted to give the baby a gift. She tried to think of things that the baby might like. Wind? Wind to blow through the baby's hair. Wind to make the flowers dance. But wind was the gift of the sky. Rain, rain to cool the baby's skin, rain to fill the puddles. But rain was the gift of the clouds. What about music? Music to make the baby laugh, music to sing the baby to sleep. But music was really the gift of the songbirds. The newest angel looked up. The universe felt so big, and she felt so small. It is so big. Do you sometimes feel so small? (laughs) That was a silly question. Well, this, this newest angel felt so small. The newest angel looked down. How vast the night sky was. And how dark. All that darkness made her feel even smaller and even a little lonely. Babies were so small. Would the baby feel lonely too? And then far below she saw others. They too looked lonely. Well, no. 
No, they looked lost. And then she knew. The angel knew exactly what to give the baby. She closed her eyes and fluttered down, floating, tumbling, drifting. Down, down, down. Until she came to rest exactly where she was needed. In the still of the night, the baby was born. He opened his eyes to kind faces, quiet animals, a soft blanket, and a dark sky made lovely with light. Angel became the star. Light in the darkness, the best gift of all. We now know that uh, we now know that Christmas existed before Jesus was born, and what I mean by that is to say that the elements, the elements of the Christmas holiday, originate from pagan sources. You know that uh, the Roman festival of Saturnalia took place from December 18th until the 24th, and, and was followed by something called. Brumalia, which was celebrated on the 25th. Brumalia was a solstice celebration, and Saturnalia was a time of celebration in honor of the god Saturn. Both festivals people carried on. It included feasting, drinking, and merriment. I'll let you figure out what that is. The Christmas tree traces to the tree worship of the Druids. Reindeer come from the ancient tribes of northern Europe. Thor was the Yule god. Santa Claus comes from St. Nicholas, and he originated with the Dutch, which is an interesting thing because when Megan Kelly... Uh, oh, stop it. That's terrible. Just her name brings... Anyway, remember, now she did say Jesus was white, so we could take issues with that. But she did say that Santa Claus was white. Now, we know that Santa Claus didn't really exist, but the Dutch made him up. Therefore, she was right. He was white. And sometimes, as good old progressives and liberals, we kind of rush to think, you know, because, because that's what we do. But she was right. I mean, he was, he's white. She didn't say that a person of color couldn't portray him. She just said that he was... These are little tidbits you can take home with you later. So the question is, with all of these pagan customs, how has the holiday of Christmas survived? The gospel stories in Matthew and Luke contradict each other. Did wise men come to visit Jesus, or was it the shepherds? Do stars uh, move across the sky and, and, and hover over mangers while shining a light down on it? Um, I don't, well, that's another thing. Were angels actually singing in the sky? Why are Zoroastrian priests in the story? For that is what the wise men were. Christmas is celebrated, observed, 
and respected by completely intelligent, literate, educated people. So, you know, in the West, we say, is this an historical event? It's very Western, it's very Eurocentric. Uh, Aboriginal people, like, like the Lakota, then and now, Crazy Horse would never uh, get into a discussion whether the white buffalo calf woman existed, okay? He had other things to worry about. His land was being taken. But, but because we're people of the West, of the Enlightenment, we, we, it, this really happened. But whether, uh, I submit to you that what holds Christmas in the hearts of so many is, is not whether it celebrates an historical event, uh, but, but that it is a question of faith. There's an old saying that goes that just because something isn't true doesn't mean that it didn't happen. There is a truth in some stories uh, uh, that we hold as myths, and I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying that at all. I want you to hear that. Uh, as to the history, though, we have no doubt that Yeshua was born, that Jesus was born. It just wasn't on the 25th. Again, though, it is a question of faith. We need tangible reminders about us for the need of how important faith is in our everyday lives. Whether you're an atheist or an evangelical, it really doesn't matter. Uh, 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 how else can I put this? Jesus lived a committed, albeit short, life. He said yes to life, and he was a force of energy to be reckoned with, an energy of love and compassion, and someone talked about justice, and it is for this reason that he is revered. Christmas still brings hope to people. We must believe that there, as, hu as human beings, we must believe that there is some goodness about us. We must have faith that the creating of fairness and beauty is worth the effort. Friendship and love, we, we, we need to believe in that as human beings. There must be a community of faith, for instance, where we all gather. Christmas reminds us that we participate in something great and mysterious, something not subject to ordinary understanding. Christmas reminds us that we are related to what is great or ultimate and that there is a majesty. And I don't want to over-romanticize this, but there's a majesty to being a human being. So there's a, there, there's a majesty and awe-inspiring beauty that is within all of us. And, and, you know, Fox News is not going to tell you that, and neither is MSNBC, because we can get caught up that we forget who we really are because of the noise. Because of the noise. And yet this mystery... This, this ultimate beauty, if you will, is not of our making, and yet we are told that we are vital to it. Now, we must be cautious about faith. You have to be cautious about faith, uh, uh, lest it lead us into quagmires of the mind. Faith can easily be irrational and deceptive. Yet faith is the vehicle by which human beings respond to the summons of a higher calling. Call it what you will. I'm not going to, I'm too old for that, those kind of discussions. <laughs> not only to discover the nature of God or the multiverse, that is important, 
but faith assists us in coming to an understanding of ourselves. Of ourselves. So what is faith? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Dr. King says it's taking the first step when you don't see the rest of the staircase. For Thomas Aquinas, for instance, faith is the belief in revealed truth. Uh, 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 for Aquinas, faith meant believing in the articles of the creed handed down by the Catholic Church. John Calvin, another interesting man, said that faith is a firm and certain knowledge of God's benevolence towards us. Now, put, God, whatever, put whatever you want there. The philosopher Schleiermacher, the German philosopher, said that faith is the sense of absolute dependence on a higher power. Faith then, and I'm sure we could go on and on. Faith is an attitude of trust and confidence in something or someone greater than yourself. Faith does not mean acceptance of doctrine or belief in this or that creed. That's not what we're talking about. But if that's your thing, then that's good because it works for you. Faith does mean a trust in your relationship to something higher, that you are part of something greater than yourself, that you are part of an ultimate reality. This is the message of Christmas. Faith says yes to life. Not why. Why does that mean me? No. Faith says yes to life, yes to the promise of a better world. Faith says yes to joy. Faith says yes to love that we can know. And religion is concerned with the effects of faith in the life of the believer. Now, philosopher Alan Watts tells us that uh, the purpose of religion is for us to learn to, to, to laugh uh, in the face of crises and, and existential uh, uh, being a human being. So my question to you is, what, what do you have faith in? Does your faith strengthen you as a moral agent in the attainment of a, of a hero's life, of a shero's life? Does your faith give you reason to press on no matter how tough the going gets? I'm just asking you. It's, it's rhetorical. No matter how much you suffer, does your faith get you through that? Does your faith sustain you through bad times? As a... As a uh, uh, a Navajo brother once told me in a bar when I was in uh, uh, Albuquerque, he said, the longest distance you'll ever travel is from here to here. You can't get here from here. You can't. Believe me, I've tried. Is this not at least one reason why folks come to church during a crisis? Here's one for you. For those of you out there who say you don't believe in God or you're humanist, what do you come to Christmas Eve service for, really? It's rhetorical. The, the, the story is universal, right? A child is born. Finley is going to make a better world for us. Whether you're in Kandahar or Black Mountain or Bethlehem, children are being born right now with that consciousness. Faith affects our interpretation. You can look at a painting and you can see lines and shapes and colors. Or you can look at a painting and you can sense beauty. You can feel rapture. You can feel calm or irritated. 
So it is that in, in, in religion, for instance, you can have an experience and you, get, you feel this presence of what some people call God. The name we label it doesn't matter. The birth of a child can be seen as a natural act or an experience of intense joy and the entrance of God into the world. It all depends on faith. You had to feel something when this man got up and read Jim doing joys and uh, concerns. You can call it what you will. No one can destroy faith. No one can wipe out joy. Now we know, yes, 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 there are people who have tried and will continue to try. They've tried in every age, but they have not succeeded and they won't succeed in the future. You see, joy and faith are inherent. You have faith in something in this multiverse. In growth, there is struggle and pain. In accomplishment, there is joy and exuberance. In fulfillment, there is peace and serenity. The Christmas message urges us to have a basic trust in reality, to be open to what? To mystery? You don't have to know all the freaking answers. It's okay. And we, we want to be drawn towards awe and love. Faith acknowledges the difficult side of life, and yet it always leads us towards greater meaning and greater value if we're open to it. Life always goes forward. Always. Always. There'll be glitches. There may be impeachment hearings. There may be, you know, things along the way. But this will end. The good news is that it will end. The bad news is that if something that comes in that you like, that's going to end too. This is the cycle of life. Faith is not a detached intellectual ascent. It is the adoption of an attitude toward life. Again, Christmas is about saying yes. A child was born in the world, truth, goodness, and love. Just that all children are born to. Jesus is not special that way. His potential is in all of us, or Buddha's potential, or whatever, but there's that potential in all of us. All the stories about angels and shepherds and kings, they don't tell us anything about his birth. They tell us nothing about his birth. But they do tell us how much people thought of him. They, taught us how, they, they, they tell us what people thought about this man. It is to the credit of human beings that such a person was picked as the exemplar of what we might all become. If I was born in the East, it would be Lao Tzu, Confucius. If I was born in the Middle East, it would be Muhammad. Whatever it is. There is a faith which can be ours, which can beautify our lives and bring us closer to the core of the universe. Faith is the trust that we are not alone. As Dr. King says, we all have cosmic companionship. Faith, Christmas gives us the faith that we can indeed be lovely. That there are snares and traps and slings and arrows along the way and all the fears that we have are really there in our mind, which is really the worst place they could actually be. 
But despite this fear, there's a source of beauty and fulfillment that can be ours. The Christmas faith says yes to possibilities. This is the message of Christmas. This is why you're here. This is why you're here tonight. And so this holiday season, in closing, there's always a closing. Whatever you celebrate or not celebrate, let me make some suggestions. Mend a quarrel. Seek out a forgotten friend. Dismiss suspicion and replace it with trust. Write a love letter. Share some treasure. That could be money as well. Give a soft answer. Offer encouragement. Manifest your loyalty in word and deed. Keep a promise. Find the time. Listen. Banish envy. Apologize if you were wrong. Try to understand. Examine your demands on others. Think first of someone else. Appreciate. Be kind. Be gentle. Laugh a little. Laugh a little more. Deserve confidence. Take up arms against malice. Get rid of complacency. Express your gratitude. Welcome a stranger. Gladden the heart of a child. Take pleasure in the beauty and the wonder of this earth, this earth, our mother. Have faith. Have more faith. Speak your love. Speak it again. Speak it still once again. Give me a moment. Just close your eyes and take a breath. It is hot up here with this robot. Spirit of goodness, remove the scales from our eyes and let us see the radiance that will make the path beautiful not just for us, but for all who walk it. May we not be discouraged by the setbacks that life puts in our way, but let us rise to the heights of humanity. In this way, we can see the divine within. Spirit of life and love, please help me to recognize the truth about myself, no matter how beautiful it is. Here's to wishing each and every one of you a merry everything and a happy always. Amen. The words of Dr. Howard Thurman, when the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes and queens and princesses are home, when the shepherds are back with their flocks, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost 
to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among the people, and to make music in the heart. Thanks again for listening. Our next podcast will be a bit delayed, but we'll learn from congregation member Tim Perry about parts of the Bible not traditionally covered by ministers. We hope you're having a marvelous end to your year, and if you celebrate with loved ones any holiday at all, that you've been fulfilled. Have a great week.